Fear Film Studios Podcast Network. Hey, Horror Vein fans, uh, this is Robert Massetti. Hey, did you know that we put on our own film festival? That's right. We put on the Best Horror Shorts Film Festival. It's an online film festival where you can watch some of the best short horror films from around the world. It's happening September 27th through October 3rd, only on Fear Film Max. For more information, just go to besthorrorshorts.com. That's besthorrorshorts.com and get all the information on where and when you can watch these movies. The Horror Vein Podcast contains spoilers and adult language. If you want more horror, visit our website at horrorvein.com. Listening to the Horror Vein Podcast, the best horror movie podcast in the world, with your hosts Robert Massetti and Don Fisher. Let's try the horror vein again. I missed it. We normally do that in stereo. So I, you, you, you just threw me with the word internet. So. I don't even know where we're broadcasting anymore from. What the fuck, dude? It's been too horror, long, you know? Horror vein. Horror vein. Yes. There we go. Now we can now we can move forward. All right. And I'm your host, Robert Bassetti. I'm your co-host, Don Fisher. Oh, and we're man, back. It's crazy already. Yes, we're back. A uh, little hiatus. Uh, yeah. Don went on uh, a vacation to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios. I Holy did. Shit. I did, amongst many other parks and other activities. But yeah. And and if you saw on Facebook, uh, he was able to visit me. So we were hanging out. That was yeah. awesome. That was great. Great was seeing awesome. you. Great, great seeing, seeing you, wife. brother. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was awesome. It was I not had, uh, once, was, but twice. But twice, yes, it so, was great. Yeah, we got together yeah, the day like, we flew down, and then the day before we left. So yeah, it, it was, worked perfectly like because uh, the second time we got together, I got to tell you all about our week. So, which we will talk about briefly here, or you know, as long as you'll let me yeah. ramble. But um, <laughs> so. Yeah. But no, it was great seeing you. I, no. I, you yeah. know, for our listeners, I hadn't seen Rob in about ten or eleven years. <laughs> yeah, it's um, been a while, yeah. I've known we've known each other since the '80s, but um, yeah, we haven't actually seen each other for about Late ten or eleven. 80s. Yeah, no, I'm just yeah. So, 
The secret of my success was in the theaters. There you go. Oh my go ahead and do God. the math. Do you remember, do you remember um, me and my RX-7 just blasting that soundtrack? I do. I do. Oh, my God. Yes, I the do. Theater. Yep. The secret of my success is I'm living 27 hours a week. Oh and a uh, trivia question for our listeners. What band <laughs> sings that song? So, Oh, that is Night Ranger. There you go. There you go. So Michael um, J. Fox. And speaking of Michael J. Fox, we're reviewing the movie. Look at uh, that segue. The Frighteners. Man, are you smooth. That's right. Woo. Um, we're going to do The Frighteners, which is a fantastic film. Well, I don't want to. Did I tip my hand? Yeah, oh, we well. oh, well. Oh, my God. I know. You already gave it away. I know. So, well, man, we'll get into that in a minute. But <laughs> had a wonderful vacation. It was great seeing Rob. It was, uh, we did the parks. And, of course, we did Horror Nights. This is the second what? year that I've done Horror Nights. And I've got to tell you, I got I just got to let our listeners know something. I'm gonna, <laughs> you got to let me have the floor here for a minute because it's uh-oh, really important. Uh-oh. It's really important. Really important. Okay. So Public service announcement, in, Yeah, folks. PSA, here you go. So all <laughs> of you who are interested in flying down to Orlando or driving or however you get to Orlando and attending Horror Nights, I have got some tips and advice for you. So in 2019, we just had the tickets to Horror Nights, and we showed up at the park an hour, an hour and a half, whatever, early, and everybody waits in front of this large gate, and at 6-something, whatever, 6.30, quarter to 7, whatever, they let everybody in. What I didn't know, and Rob (laughs) probably knows this, but I didn't know this. So if you have a day pass, okay, and you're Mm -hmm. there during the day, and you also have Horror Nights tickets... You can do what's called a stay and scream. So, stay and scream. Yeah, they have these little tents set up, and they have these holding areas. Felt like I was going to prison or something. But anyway, <laughs> uh, and they have the little scanning machines and everything. And so um, you go through these lines, and they scan your Horror Nights tickets, and you stay in the park. And the benefit of that is is that they let you into a few houses early. You can get in line and go to into st- it, they select one or two each year, so you can't go yeah. to all of them. Yeah. But we uh, we had dinner at this nice Irish place called Finnegan's, and then we got into two houses early. We got to get in line, and okay. they let us in before they opened the gates for the other people. So we had two houses down before these other people even got in the park. So we were able to get through all the houses in like record time. I had the speed did pass you, too, which I highly recommend. Of- Huh? Did, you, did you have a choice of houses that you could see? Yeah, or they so just you could do Texas to... Chainsaw or The Bride of Frankenstein. So you only had two choices. Yeah, okay. and we did them both. Awesome. Yeah. In so 2019, people, it took me till like 1.30 in the morning to, to, to do home, all the houses. Right. Now, they had two more houses that year, if I if I, if my memory serves, than they did this year. This year, they only had 10. I think they had 12 two years ago. But regardless, we got to go through all of them. I think we were done like by 9 30, 10 o'clock. So then we saw, and we had this, we saw they had two shows, which I highly recommend. Yeah. So the shows were amazing. And then everything else was the icing on the cake. We did like the Harry Potter ride and um, we did the mummy ride and just whatever else we wanted to do and then leave whenever. I mean, we stayed till like 12 31 anyway, but all the houses were done. It was just, it really worked out well. So I can't recommend that enough. I can't stress enough how. And we're and we're not and we're not getting any sponsorship. I'm not from getting them any. Either. No, there's no. 
<laughs> no, I'm not getting any kickbacks from Universal. Too bad we're not. But it, I, I just yeah. I can't tell you how much it made a difference. So it's a little extra money because you're going to need a day pass and the Horror Nights tickets. But um, And you can stay in screen. You can stay in screen. Yeah. So anyway, that was probably a lot more than That's you wanted awesome. to know. But there well, you go. I mean, if there, I'm sure there's horror fans out there I who want to go is. to Halloween yeah. Horror Nights. I would yeah, like to think It's a pretty popular uh, yeah. event here in Orlando. It's a huge you know. deal, and, and the houses were great, and the shows were the world great. like that shit. It's fun. Too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for that uh, information, Don. Oh, yeah. You're just a, yeah, that's a prothera. Yeah. You're a prothera. Mm-hmm. A, pro- a prothera? A plethora. What was that? Uh, three Amigos? I think so, A prothera? Yeah. Can you name the three Amigos, Rob? Um, Dusty. That's it. That's all I got. Dusty. What, Steve Martin? Uh, right. Are you talking to real names? Yeah. I, was, I thought you were talking yeah, the to real characters. Name, the actors, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Martin Short. Yeah. Um, um, see, now you put me on the spot. I know I did. Uh, Martin Short, uh, Steve Martin, and um, Chevy Chase. There you go. Oh, yeah. You win the prize. <laughs> Do I get a gold star for that one? <laughs> Anyway, um, you get a gold star for that that's one. Right. Yes. That's right. That's right. Nothing to so, do with horror, folks. We know, uh, but anyway. Yeah, so, awesome. um, yeah. mm-hmm. and then also, I wanted to let uh, our listeners know that SeaWorld's <laughs> doing a new horror event. Um, yeah, hollow, hollow screen. Hollow screen. First year. Yeah, first, first year, year they're SeaWorld. doing that. We didn't get to go because uh, it started after um, we left. Yeah. But Don would have been the first in line. For that. I would have been into that too. Yeah, that's, it looked like a lot of fun. So um, that that one's a little bit more intense than uh, Halloween. Yeah, Hornets. that's what you were saying. Yeah. yeah. So. So. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, anyway, so, so um, great vacation, great horror nights, great, great to see you, great to be back with yeah. uh, our uh, lovely fans. That that's have right, missed we us. missed you guys. So uh, it's great. We've uh, been going on vacation a lot uh, these last few weeks, but uh, we're yeah. back for a little while. That's right. And we're gearing up, folks, to get you excited. We're gearing up. We don't know what the fuck we're going to do. No. But we're no. gearing up for Halloween, and we'll probably have some Halloween fun yeah. crap coming up. You know, Absolutely. Have yeah. some special special guests on the podcast. Might broadcast from a haunted shoe or something. I yeah. <laughs> Better be a big shoe. I don't know, man. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and it'll be here before you know it, too. I mean, how? I mean, October's right around the corner. So. Um, yeah. I got, and then uh, let's see. I got uh, uh, Horror Vane has their film festival coming up too, which you can't miss. Uh, it's going to be on Fear Film Max. Just go to fearfilm.com and go on movies, and you'll see Fear Film Max, and go on there, and you get to watch all the best horror shorts film festival on. Fear Film Max and Horror Vane sponsoring it. So yes, and what's the fe- and what's the out. name of that? What's the name of the fest you do in October? Uh, well, it's this. Well, the Horror Vane is Best Horror Shorts Film Festival, and then I do Freak Show Horror the Film Freak Festival. Show. Yeah, in right. October that's Halloween weekend. That's so Halloween weekend. Yeah, we got yeah. a lot of stuff going on for horror fans. So yeah, uh, so if you can't make the Freak Show, we may have some movies online. We don't know yet, but okay. Um, you know, but for sure, check out uh, Best Horror Shorts coming up at the end of the month. So, 
Got some really good shorts on there. Yeah. Check it out. Absolutely. And then you were telling me you saw some movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Uh-oh. I saw um, James Wan's Malignant, and that's been uh, the big buzz on the internet. Uh, everyone's talking about it. Yes. And um, there's uh, like two sets of uh, opinions on that one. Okay. I, I, I think, honestly, I, I'm probably going to have to watch it again. I, I But my first impression was I was a little disappointed. I uh, was expecting uh, a lot from James Wan. And don't get me wrong, it was a beautiful-looking movie. It's got some cool shots. Um, it's definitely different. <laughs> okay. I can't can't go into any detail without giving everything away in the movie. But yeah. it's different. Um would you and say, I'm still try I'm still trying to get trying to uh, get that in my head is does it really work? Initially I was saying no, but I don't know. I I don't know. It's it's okay. again, it's something that it's either you buy it or you don't and that's the make or break point of the film. Right. And um right. And don't get me wrong. I love James Wan, uh, but I, I really don't think it's his best film. And I know what he was trying to do. Um, but, you know, I really like the Conjuring movies. So yeah. I guess I was expecting that. But he was, he is, you know, he was trying to do something different. It, it is definitely different, as I said. But um, I can't explain anything because I give everything away and it'll ruin the movie. Once you know. What's going on? It ruins the movie. If you okay. Know. So, would you say was there jump scares? Was it more creepy? Was it more? No, it's a different type of movie, man. It's um, you know, it's going. You think you know what's going on, but then it just goes completely out of left field, man. It's like, whoa, uh, what the uh, fuck? Okay. Jesus Christ. But I mean, would you call? I mean, is it gory? Is it is it creepy? Is it scary? I mean, what it's, would you? It's it's gory. Uh, it's uh, it's got some good kill scenes in it. It's um, you know, it it has that that gallo uh, that Italian horror theme built into it. It has a lot of different horror themes built into it. Okay. Um, but the main the big reveal. Um, in the movie, it's just like you either buy it or you don't because it's out there. And it did is. you buy it? That's what I'm debating. You're debating on whether you <laughs> bought it or not. Okay. Yeah, because okay. it's okay. you got it's a it's a lot. It's a lot to take. It kind of reminds. Cool, I don't even know what you're talking about. It's got some about, cool shit in it though. It's got some but, really cool stuff in it, but it is uh kind of slow in parts and um. You know, it's building up to this big reveal, and um, I don't know, man. It's it kind of reminds me of like when you say big reveal and out there. I'm I don't know what or why this makes me. I'm just thinking of the movie Hereditary and how that crazy ending came about, and it was like way out there. Was it similar to that? Yeah. Um, kinda. Okay. No, uh, but this is. <laughs> okay. It's like what? Okay. What? <laughs> did you see it you, coming or did it to, no, to catch up? No, no one didn't. could see what that, when they, you see, when you understand the story and, and everything, when, and when you see what happens and you're like, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> so really, you're still on the fence you, about it. Okay. I'm, I'm, that's why I said I have to watch it again. Um, but there's a lot of people that don't like the film. 
because it is a lot to take. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I you know, I think uh, part of the problem is, is that, uh, you know, and nothing against James Wan. I think he's turning kind of Hollywood because he's, his visuals and everything are really, you know, it's like they're interesting to watch, but it doesn't really add to the story. Okay. You know, he's like trying to add his style in there. It's like, is that really necessary? Is it kind of, you know, Hitchcock did stuff because it added to suspense or it added to the story. Um, and I, I just think he was just trying to do these really cool things and it was like just thrown in because he can't. Okay. You know, that type of stuff. I mean, but that's me nitpicking, but, uh, but that, it's the really the whole. It all comes down to um, that reveal, and that's all I can say. So okay. <laughs> and then you saw another. You saw a couple movies. And and then uh, because I was trying to find the Frighteners, I signed up to Stars, thinking that the Frighteners was going to be on Stars, and it ended up didn't. But they had a movie that I've been wanting to see for a long time, um, and it's the remake of Evil Dead, which. Technically, it's not a remake, and this is uh, it was interesting because basically what they did. I mean, the this story has changed. Extreme. It's a gory, bloody movie. It really you know pleases the fans in that aspect. Okay, but it's definitely not a Sam Raimi movie. There's no happy stuff in it. It is a balls out, unapologetic, grab you by the balls horror film. I might love it then. You might. You might like it. Um, it's. I mean, it's bloody. I mean, there's one point in the movie where it's raining blood. Oh, I mean, wow. it's just crazy. But it's uh, not like far-fetched, it, goofy, stupid type. No, it's fucking in-your-face demons and blood people okay. burning alive. And Oh, wow. But what, what I really liked about it was um, they... Uh, what it is, it's not a really a remake. It's basically they they it, it's it's like hey, you take the cabin and you turn it modern day and just people coming up to the cabin. You know, like the original Evil Dead was you know set at a different time, so it was kind of different and has the kind kind of goof. You know, it's it's a gory, relentless movie, but it's all that anima, you know, like claymation and stuff. With right. The uh, with the demons and all. Uh, whoever did the special effects makeup in a new one, oh, man, that's off because it <laughs> people, you know, cutting off their arms and there's flesh hanging. Oh, my God. It's wow. just crazy. Now, is is there uh, the book and all that? Yeah, the book's in there, It, but the book's different. It's not like uh, the original Evil Dead. Um, the story's different. Um, it, there's this different reason why they're at the cabin, and okay. that's what I really liked about it. And they establish where the book came from and what the book is. It's not at like that big supernatural thing from the first two movies. So it's okay. kind of its own thing, but it's like an updated version of if you did evil Ted, cause it has, you know, the elements from the original, but it doesn't go all the way with certain things. It just kind of goes into its own story. So, and did you like it? Um, I really liked the first half of the movie. I was like, I'm digging this shit. And then it just kind of, for me, kind of fell apart, like, towards the end. And then got back at the end because it's like a big, it's a thrill fest right at the end. So it's not a perfect movie. It was okay. Um, but I enjoyed it more than I thought I would enjoy it. So okay. That's all I can say about it. Okay. <laughs> 
but okay. I would highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. If you're an Evil Dead fan, I would check it out. I think you would like this movie because it's it's like you kind of a horror film you've been looking for. It's relentless, man. Okay. All right. Is there anybody in it bloody, that I know? Bloody, gory. Oh, man. Anybody in it that I would recognize? No, or? it's all uh, it's all no names. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, because uh, the um, part of the problem was is that you couldn't latch on to a hero um, and then you finally get to latch on a hero, but it's more, it's like the movie's almost over. Oh. Then, uh, that type of thing. So you got do they do it wishing, like the first he, movie where they, you know, there's couples and they're. Yes. But, okay. Well, there's uh, a, there's a brother and a sister and, um, and a guy that really knows the occult, which was interesting because he's like reading the book and explaining shit. And okay. Interesting. Okay. But it's sh- it shot really well. It's constantly raining. It's very moody. It's but it's bloody, man. Okay. Gory. Okay. Really gory. And it's got a couple of those oh shit moments, you know, where you like you could feel the pain of the character. Okay. You know that type right. of stuff, which I really like. You know. Yeah. All right. So you saw the Evil Dead, air quotes re- remake, and then Malignant. Anything else? <laughs> and I saw. Uh, well, I. I love this movie. I saw Return of the Living Dead Part 2. Uh, I had seen it a long time ago, and I really liked that movie, but um, I just I couldn't remember if it still held up, and it was great. I was like, oh, yeah, this is good. Was that on the Star- not, was that it, on Stars too? That was on Stars too. Okay. Um, I really liked that movie. It's um, it's funny, and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's gory. It, it's got the atmosphere, but it, yeah. it takes place in a kind of a sub- suburban setting because then it reminds you more of night of the living dead yeah because they're in these houses that are still being built and then the the zombies are attacking and they're trying to get out and uh the little there's a little kid that goes all over the neighborhood and he's trying to uh call the um the army to let him know that hey the fucking zombies are back and every time he tries to make a phone call something happens with the phone lines it's funny um and it's got the same two guys from the original movie and they're like, how come it? this kind of feels like deja vu? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. It's funny, man. It's, it's really, I mean, if you get a chance to see it, you got to see it if you haven't seen it. But. Uh, okay. So that's all, that's all I got. <laughs> okay. All right. I um, I started watch, watching Creep Show. Uh, the, the TV series. Yeah. That's on Amazon, right? Yeah. Yeah. And. And. Uh, and oh, we, you just saw the first. You saw the first. The first episode? Uh, two episodes of season one. Yeah. You didn't see any more than that. No. No. So you you um, liked it, or it, it's like I said, it's definitely not the movie. It's um, it's just kind of you know, it's not good or bad. It's kind of there. I mean, it's I got like good the first episodes episode. And, so yeah. The one with the head in the yeah. bell house. That one I like. I, I like that one. It's kind of creepy. And the kid and the kid's really good in it. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I um I I didn't like. Well, I shouldn't say I didn't like. I um the first one, the first episode reminded me of um Creep Show with Stephen King, and yes. uh, yeah. So, but the Dollhouse Which I was think awesome. that is a, I think that is a Stephen King story if I remember yeah. the first one, but. Uh. But I was I was I'm glad it was on there because I'm like well at least you get to see it you don't have to like sign up to um, Shutter to see it yeah so you're all you're yeah all it's set. on Amazon Prime yeah yeah so, um, that's cool 
So, uh, but I loved the dollhouse episode. I thought that was amazing. Um, I loved the concept. I loved the idea, the story. I thought it's creepy. It's just it's, it's just whack because that that head is so kind of fucked up, you know. Yeah, and I yeah, just love how they're telling really well. the story through the dolls in the little, house and yeah because they, they every time they come in there's some different situation in the dollhouse oh. that has and then the expressions on them. the dolls faces and they've yeah. changed and um you know the the um the parents obviously you know i mean it's a little girl in her dollhouse you know they're not going to really believe whatever she's saying and um no it's great I thought it was, held my interest. It was intriguing. I just I didn't know what she was gonna see next when she kept coming back to the house, the dollhouse. So I'm sorry, my allergies are really bothering me. Um, yeah, I can tell. But um, yeah, I'm gonna keep watching it. Um, yeah, it looks and, good. And just yeah, I I liked. Like I said, the first one was very reminiscent of um, the Stephen King episode in the original Creep Show, which I loved. But um, it was just kind of there for me. Uh, yeah. But the dollhouse I really liked. So, um, yeah. yeah. There, I mean, it's like any other show like that. You're going to have like episodes where it's kind of like, eh. And then there's episodes that are like, oh, wow, that was pretty good. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> on that note, uh, we'll take a break and uh, we'll come back and we'll review the movie The Frighteners, directed yes. by Peter Jackson, starring Michael J. Fox. Yes. And we'll be back in just one minute. Or Talk so. to you in a bit. You are listening to the Fear Film Studios Podcast Network. My name is Alistair Kane. I'm a collector of rare occult items and a ceremonial magician. I've searched my entire life were the lost journals of Dr. Crow. Now that I've found them, I've been called upon to embark on a dangerous quest with my sidekick, Blaze Barton, to search out and destroy all that is evil. The Lost Journals, an original horror story, written and produced by Robert Massetti. You can listen to The Lost Journals on your favorite podcasting app, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and now iHeartRadio. All part of the Fear Film Studios Podcast Network. If you're looking for something fun, geeky, and motivational to listen to, check out this podcast, Shannon the Slayer where we are slaying negativity and taking your mentality to the next level, one episode at a time. So if you're ready, it's time to level up. And we're back with more incredible, outstanding horror. Yes, we are. And I'm your host, Robert Malsati. I'm your co-host, Don Fisher. And this week, we are uh, reviewing the movie, uh, The Frighteners, directed by Peter Jackson, starring Michael J. 
Fox. Yes. Uh, special effects makeup by Rick Baker. Rick Baker, I thought I saw that. Oh, my God. Um, produced by Robert Zemeckis. Ro- produced by Robert Zemeckis. Got some stars in it. Oh, my uh, God. Music movie. by Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman does the music. I love the music. I mean, how movie. can you go wrong? You can't. This movie has everything. Yeah. Um, I, it's the third movie that Peter Jackson made. Uh, uh, you know, he made these horror films as far as before he started doing Lord of the Rings and all that shit. Um, so he did Bad Taste, uh, Dead Alive, and then he did The Frighteners. No and then way. After that, wow. Yeah. And then, uh, and then he started doing the Lord of the Rings. He did a couple other movies um, on the side. Um, like, I think The Lovely Bones or something like that. That was an interesting movie. Not really a horror film, but... Um, wow. But anyway, um, I've always loved The Frighteners. I saw it in a theater. Um, I was like, I couldn't wait because I'm like, Peter Jackson in a horror film? Holy shit. Yeah. I love when he does horror films. Um, you got uh, Jake Busey in it yeah. um, playing the uh, killer. Um, and... Um, Sean Astin. D. Wallace... D. Wallace Stone uh, yeah. is in it. Um, God damn. Sean yeah, Astin. Just amazing. Sean Astin. Yeah. From the Adams family. It? Is that the, the husband? I think he's one of the ghosts. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I love her husband. He's a, he's a dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is. But he's he's... He's fucking hilarious, man. Oh, he is. Oh, he is. When Elvis just, is floating, oh, my God. He lives. Um, that was awesome. You know what's great about this movie? It never fucking stops. It's a, It's like you have this great shot at the opening. You see this oh, like, yeah. old house, and then the camera comes down, goes through the window, and you're right into somebody running for their life. I oh, mean, yeah. it's just, and it never fucking stops. It's like boom, bam, boom, it boom, really boom, doesn't. bam, boom. It really doesn't. No, it's. Uh, I mean that. Uh, can't, uh, you know, Peter Jackson's uh, camera is always moving. It's it's something flowing and. Um, but yeah, I, I really like this movie. I actually um, kind of feel sorry for Michael J. Fox's character, and um, you know, with all the stuff that happened to him, and there, it gets kind of really dramatic at points. Oh yeah. Um, because <clears throat> you got um, I forget to. Uh, the actor's name uh, playing the FBI agent. Uh, he's a oh, job too. that's um, reanimated. Uh, Jeffrey Combs. Uh, yeah, Jeffrey Combs. That's his name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he's fantastic in the movie. He plays oh. this whacked out FBI agent, and yeah, uh, everyone in that movie is a, is a really a, a full blown character, and uh, and I like how he. Um, you get the backstory through what's happening in the story. You know, like he'll remember something and he'll actually go into the backstory or he'll remember or actually live the backstory of different characters because he's psychic. And yeah. um, it's a God, it's just a really great script. Um, interesting characters, uh, you know, for the time, really good special effects. Um, and the ghosts are funny. Oh my, it's really not an aspect of the film that isn't, good yeah <laughs> oh it's it's a thrill ride i just love you, it you, and you've seen this before right a or, long no. time ago i had not i mean years I, I just i didn't remember any of it 
I, I really didn't. Mm. I didn't remember any of it. I, I just wow. I knew there were ghosts, but other than that, I I, did, I forgot that he was a paranormal expert, yeah. and you know he could talk to the. I just forgot everything, everything, and it is just minister. Oh. <laughs> I Wonderful! I just he oh. comes in. He's got that. I don't know. He's using this machine. It's kind of like a coffee maker. Oh my god! It looked like a big toaster. In fact, and something pops like up out of the something. middle of it's it. It's like oh. ectoplasmic thing. And you want, everybody wants a souvenir. She's like, no, I don't need it. Oh. He's like uh, five hundred bucks. It did remind me of Ghost with Patrick Swayze a little bit. Yeah. When he's at the dinner table with the one. <laughs> girl and she's got the husband who's a ghost now and yeah. what is he saying oh finally and, i'm part of the conversation yeah exactly yeah but i still loved it i mean you know it's like okay i, I can't i couldn't remember what came first this or, or ghost but either way it works i mean you know i just it, it's it's got so much going on and especially i mean like i said the 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 girl she's this beautiful girl she's married to an asshole he he dies and then he's just tormenting uh, Michael J. Fox's character because he can see him. Yeah. And, um, you know, and he's trying to get back with his wife, but he's dead and he doesn't understand that. He's like, I'm going to, you know, get a new job. I'm going to redo the house. I'm going to take care of her. And he's like, dude, you're dead. You can't do anything about it. I know, you know? right? <laughs> oh, my God. I just love it. I really love this movie. But it's 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 funny. It's sad. Um, it's got some scary moments in it. Yeah. Um, it, it's hard to really do a film like that and um oh how about you know, it? it just it, it just shows the uh directing talents of peter jackson oh um gee many cricket uh because i mean if you looked at that script and just how the fuck would i put that together how do you even he fit? just like yeah he just put it together. i mean it's you got ghosts that are you know using the uh rugs you know and right. underneath the wallpaper and going through doors and yeah um then and you then have the you ghost think, you can see. Right. Then you have the Jake Busey character as right, the Grim that's Reaper. Right, also this kind of like uh, death figure, but then he turns into, because he's this killer, and he's carving numbers into people's foreheads. Which I didn't know what uh, that was at first, but that was awesome. Oh, I my mean, God. Oh, it's, man. It's yeah. got, and then you feel sorry for Michael J. Fox. He's this you know, successful architect. He gets in this horrible accident, which spurs the, uh, you know, the... Um, his, his ability him able to yeah well him to able to see ghosts and stuff like right. that yeah and he keeps reliving everything so he's kind of like being tormented but um what's cool is then he finds her as a you know another lover and um and kind of fulfills his lonely life you know because yeah. <laughs> at yeah. the end he kind of destroys his heart house and everything and right um I, it just i know it works in every aspect of the film. Um, I mean, even the, even the, the, uh, like when, uh, she's like trying to, he's like, I can't protect you. So I have to die for a little bit, right. become a ghost. So he, she puts him into the, you know, the refrigerator the freeze, and, yeah. and you know, she, and he passes away and he's a ghost and he's trying to, and he's trying to, you know, kill this thing. Oh man. It's just, wow. There's a lot going on. It's a, a lot. lot. Going it on. is, yeah, and uh, it's it's been one of my favorite movies ever since it came out, and uh, yeah, I hadn't seen it in a long time. And when he suggested, it, I was like, "Oh wow!" Now, did yeah, you remember a, a lot of it? 
Uh, I I didn't at first, but as it started rolling, I'm like, oh yeah, 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 because I had seen it a lot, and I okay, it still holds up to, to today. I didn't it know really if it does. would hold up. Um, and it does. Yeah, it's funny. It's, it's it blends, um, you know, horror with I, I don't even would you call it a horror film? I guess you would. I don't know. It's, it's got everything in it. it. It's really kind of a screwball comedy um, with, with horror dark elements, elements or something out in paranormal. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It, uh, it's hard to really classify the movie. I mean, I always see it as a horror film, but it's it's in a class by itself because it's just got everything. I mean, you can't. <laughs> and it's got the guy from um, Full Metal Jacket, the sergeant. Um, uh, he's in the graveyard. Oh, Arlie Ermey. Yeah, yeah, he's great in the movie. He's like, "You're in my graveyard. What are you doing in my oh, graveyard?" Oh, he was great. <laughs> uh, may he rest in peace. We lost Arlie Ermey. Yeah, um, but he's, yeah, uh, he's wonderful. And then I thought I recognized the um, the sheriff with the buzz cut, the heavy set guy, the cop. Uh, I think he's in one of the Halloween films. I swear I've seen I him. No, I I don't know if I've he seen is him or before. Not, but I know I've seen him before. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen him in something, and I can't place him. Um, because he kind of reminds me of John Candy for whatever reason. A little and, bit, uh, but yeah, yeah. That would be a role. I mean, for John Candy, but it's um, but he's not really. I mean, he's funny in certain parts, but he's pretty, you know, straightforward. You know, yeah. dealing with this crazy FBI. <laughs> Oh my God! Who, who goes to pieces as soon as a woman screams? He's like, I can't have women screaming at me. Oh my God, he's just you know? so. But that's so Jeffrey Combs. I oh love when he he gets in the car and she's locked up in the back, and she he goes into his coat and she thinks like he's gonna pull a gun on him, and he pulls out one of those those donuts for his for his. Ass. Oh yeah, <laughs> got, so he can sit down. Got, oh my God, because he's got hemorrhoids. And I was like. It's just little stuff like that. Oh, it's just a very amusing. It's just, it holds your attention. It's suspenseful. It's, um, there's some mystery to it. You know, it's, there's just a lot of elements too, because like Michael J. Fox is this quote unquote con man yeah, who makes basically a living by, you know, I mean, he's in with the ghosts and they're, he seeks, seeks them on yeah. certain families or people. And then he, they call him and he shows up and you know, he makes it's money kind of by weird, quote unquote getting rid of them. Yeah. yeah so I love weird, that. Yeah. The story is I think great. that's a great concept to, to yeah. go, uh, okay, like you go in, haunt the house, right. I'll come in and clear it and we, and I make money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I'm like, that's awesome. I love that shit. Yeah. I just, yeah. And, and, and then, uh, and then, uh, uh, the two ghosts, the one guy's, um, black guy and he's like i i'm stuck in the 70s he's like yeah i'm dressed up like link from the mon squad oh that was great some of the one-liners were funny oh, oh yeah. my god oh yeah i love the two ghosts they were great um and then you got uh the judge and uh the judge is uh, another ghost and he's got this dog that keeps um oh yeah getting his jaw his jawbone will fall out now, i think that's sean Aston. that's who i think that is oh is the judge yeah in makeup Oh, yeah, okay. The ghost. I yeah. didn't realize that. I think that's him. Because where else? Is I, I, where else is the well, Adams family guy? Oh, I don't know. That's him. I don't. I think is that's it? him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I'm sticking with that. I'm gonna stick okay. with it. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I believe you. You're gonna ride with and, that. Uh, okay. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> so I, anyway, yeah, um, his jaw keeps falling off, which would, reminds but, me of Jacob Marley in uh, um, yeah. Christmas Carol. But the the makeup effects uh, that Rick Baker does on him because he's got you know his his teeth he's talking and he's got this jawbone came coming out and then he's walking and he's basically just a, a skeleton torso um, some really good uh, effects in there that only Peter Jackson could pull off oh yeah and, um, I mean I can't say enough about this film it's just um, it's one of my favorite I've you know like I said I've I've uh, Watched it so many times back when it first came out, but I hadn't watched it recently. In a while. I'm surprised so was, you don't own it. I did own it at one point, um, but I think I had it on VHS or something. Oh my I god! Okay. <laughs> and I was like, I had seen it so many times, I kind of knew it by heart, and I never really got around to buying a DVD version of it or okay. whatever. But okay. I'm definitely when it goes down in price, I'm going to definitely pick it up again. Keep it well, and the thing, the, the thing that I really like is that you know how hard I am on on comedies and how. Oh, I know, and, and I, that's what I was. I just don't think they mix with horror, and this is another example that really does it well, and it's so hard to do, in my opinion. And I know I might sound like a broken record, but yeah, to, it's kind of perfect. Really. It, yeah, it, it really it's is. Funny. It really is. It's really funny, and it's just it's and, not the over the top type stupid humor that I don't like. Um, it doesn't take me out of the film. It, 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 you know, it works within the film. Um, it adds to it as a part, as opposed to taking me yes. out of it. You know what I mean? It's like, well, um, it's oh, you're ruining it. You're too. ruining it. Stop. Not in well, this it's, case. It's, it's, Not real, in this it's case. realistic. It's realistic humor, you know, yeah. cause it's like the, like the husband, he's got a lot of one liners, but it's sarcastic and he's pissed off and he's a douche. Right, and, but it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, the way he de- he delivers it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, and that's a lot. You know, comedy is so much timing and and delivery. So, um, but yeah, to blend that with like a horror, like supernatural type film, like I've said, like we've talked about, is really hard to do, in my opinion. So, yes, it is. Um, this one really does it well. It really does, and uh, you know, you can't go wrong with. I mean, you've got the makings of a superior film, so it kind of reminds me of Creepshow, you know, George Romero, Stephen King, you know. I mean, yeah, it's right. like, oh, yeah. my God. And then you've got all these great actors, you know, and, I mean, you know, how you how can you miss? And it right. seems like that's similar to this film. You know, you've got Rick Baker, you've got Peter Jackson, you've got Semetkis, you've got Danny Elfman. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Right. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, we've seen some of these films where you have all these – great talents and um and then the actors too and um yeah it's just it's a fun film and it's one that i showed the trailer to diana and she's like oh yeah i could do that one and she loved it so to our listeners if you've got a significant other or friend that's you know not a hardcore horror film but likes scary movies quote unquote yeah, um, it's good. I would certainly let them know good about this one. Movie. Yeah, it's yeah. it's. I think it's it's suitable for almost anybody. It really is. I can't think of anything that's you know not, it's not exactly. Well, maybe for not kids, for kids, but but um, you know, young adults. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you know, and maybe people that were kind of curious about horror films but didn't know where to start. It's yeah. a good all-around movie. Good introduction. 
Yeah. Um, it was kind of fun. I, I like think, Ghostbusters. Yeah, it, it reminds <laughs> me a little bit of like Ghostbusters paired with Ghost. Um, and maybe a few other films. I don't know. There's so much going on. Um, but I'm like Dee Wallace and I'm like, <laughs> I love that. You don't expect her character to flip like that. I thought, I mean, there's a lot of oh twists and God. turns in this. Yeah. When I'm he, like, she goes nuts and she's got the shotgun. She, she's like, ah, ah. I yeah. mean, she does it so good. It fr- kind of freaks you out. I'm like, holy shit. If she was chasing me with a shotgun, I'd be freaking out too. But yeah. all along you're led to believe that she was just this innocent bystander, yeah, you know, that happened the, to be there the when Jake Busey was blowing everybody away, and she kind of yeah. got, you know, looped into it, roped into it, and then she was, you know, tried and convicted, and then um, she has to stay with this old woman in a house, um, you know, as part of her punishment type deal. But you all along, <laughs> they have you thinking that she's just, you know, this just was yeah, thrust upon she, her. It, yeah, like she had no du- part and, and in this. And she dupes the audience like she dupes all the characters in the movie. Yeah. And it's oh, really yeah. great. Yeah, it's fantastic because I didn't see it and, coming. I really didn't. And then you, f- you find out all the stuff later on, which I really like because you're like – because she finds the um, uh, the uh, the knife, uh, the razor yeah. thing in the uh, old old woman's closet. And then, so you think it's the old woman, but it turns out that she planted it there, and she's got Jake Busey's ashes. <laughs> and she kills and I, the the old woman, right? Yeah, yeah, she kills. I mean, her she's mother just dead and, on the bed, uh, covered in blood. Oh yeah, my god! She kills. She kills her mom, and then yeah, that's her uh, mother. She yeah. Goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes yeah. on this this wild rampage because uh, Jake Busey's like, let's start killing again. We gotta we gotta raise the count because he wants to be the most notorious serial killer yeah. ever. Yeah. You know, going to get up to like 50 kills. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's like dark in some area. Like, that's pretty dark. You know, when he's talking about, mm. I only killed, you know, I got to kill 12. And, you yeah, know, every it's time just... you kill somebody, they, they carve the number of the kill into their forehead. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty fucked up. Or the next one that's going to die, right? Well, that's what he saw. He's, he, pre- he was the premonition of, yeah, they're going to die and he'll, they'll have that number carved in their forehead once they yeah. die okay and uh and i like the whole aspect of they show when somebody dies they go into this tube right up to heaven right and um i like that and then you know they get caught they're like oh yeah we're going to heaven and then they get caught by this snake shit and then get pulled down in the hill he's like um what was it tr- uh, tr- uh train straight to hell or whatever i don't oh, know yeah. What he yeah. Said. <laughs> i don't oh, remember yeah. the line but um i mean you know you you had a feeling there was going to be a, a happy ending and you know you want that and there is and i you know that's enjoyable too obviously well, so I, like i said i i felt really sorry for michael j fox's character he is just getting you know he's trying to do what he can because he lost everything. He couldn't. He, he lost, lost his, his wife. wife. He lost his yeah. house. He lost his job. Yeah. Um, and now he's stuck in in like lim- death limbo. He can't. He's got now. He's got all these psychic abilities, and he's like, "What do I do with it?" And he's talking with the his only friends are ghosts. Yeah. And he doesn't really know how to relate to the living because he's so like devastated what happened. Right. And uh, you know, seeing his his wife get killed right in front of him. What about and, the scene uh, when he's up in heaven and she says, oh, no, you're not done yet? Yeah, right. 
Oh my yeah. God. And then he goes back, you know, he's basically, yeah. he's dead and he's ready. And she's like, no, 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 you have more to do yet. So he goes back. Yeah. I, I like all that. It's just kind of, um, and you buy it too. It's not oh, like, yeah. Oh, that's kind of hokey. Um, it's done so well. And, uh, you're like, well, yeah, I guess that that's the ultimate look of, of heaven. If you yeah. can see all this stuff, you know, why not? Right. <laughs> you know? Right. And the ghosts are like, oh, we're up here and uh, we're no longer ghosts. And they, they explain all this. They, It's not like, oh, why are they there? They didn't take the tunnel up to heaven. They're still here. They had something to do. That's why right. they're ghosts. Right. You know, now they found that they're, now their time's done and they went. And he, they explain it. They go, you'll have another opportunity to go up through the tube to heaven. Yeah. You know, if they'll have you. <laughs> it's just, there's so many pieces to this thing oh my gosh i know when you start thinking about it you're like that's why i said this screenplay is amazing it is so complicated got all this stuff going on and yet he was able to hit everything and it's yeah. like i said you had to because there's so much stuff yet he he's he's a a director that could hit every point right and make it entertaining and watchable all at the right. same time instead of somebody like sitting there well, let me explain it to you. Right. No, he goes through flashbacks and, you know, through character and, oh, my God, it's just so well done. I mean. He wrote it, too, right? S- he co-wrote it with somebody. Yeah, he co-wrote it with um, his um, producing partner who did all the Lord of the Rings. I think all his movies. And, um, you know, that's where you see, like, wow, the genius of Peter Jackson. That's why I've always been a fan of his work. Um, Because if you sit there, I I would say, look, if you want to really study a movie and how a movie's made, study this movie. It's kind of like studying uh, the screenplay for Back to the Future um, because it's so perfect. You look at everything is there for a reason. It's not just there for a show. It's like, oh, we're going to put this scene in. I want to put this. I want to do this cool shot. And that's what I'm talking about with James Wan and some shots. In his movie, was that he was putting these really cool shots in, and I'm like, well, it has really nothing to do with the movie. Why? It kind of takes you I out. I see. You know, but in this movie, his camera's moving. He's doing stuff. He's he's he, everything has a purpose. Yeah. Um. Every every little step, even the he's meeting some stranger in a bathroom, and there's a reason for it, and it all is all built up, and he kind of even oh yeah, the, even a little uh, bit that you you learn about that character. Even when he dies, you're like, you feel sorry for him. Right. And you didn't even near, know the character for that long. And I'm no, like, that's how you that's yeah. how you fucking write a screenplay and direct a movie. Yeah, yeah. It's a talent right there. That's hard to do. It is. You know? It really is. He's coming into the bathroom looking for this, um, this, this you know, creature that's killing everybody. And he's like trying to take a leak. It's funny. Oh, it's oh, good. Yeah. Oh, and then he ended God. up having the number, right? Yeah. 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 And he had a number on his forehead, yeah. Yeah, and he's washing his hands, and it comes out of the mirror and oh, that's his right, heart yeah. Squeezes yeah. It. It's just <laughs> yeah, and all these deaths, and they're gonna pin it on Michael J. F- I mean, it's just there's just so yeah. much going on. Oh my god. Yeah, and then he it gets to the point where he believes it. Like, yeah, maybe because I'm so distraught that I have a split personality, and I, I am killing these people. Yeah, and I should be locked up. That's why he turns himself in. Oh, that's right. And then when he hit, and he has the conversation with uh, Jeffrey Combs, and and Jeffrey Combs like, oh yeah, you're the killer. This is what happened. You, 
you have a split personality. You are just trying to deal with your grief. Yeah. And it all it's all tied together from that like you said, he had that tremendous ex- experience. That's where yeah. he got he gets a car accident, his wife dies, and he gets these, you know, abilities. Right. It's just But you buy wow. it all. You really do. Oh, you buy it all. You know, you almost gotta so, watch it twice. I might have to. I, it's I might so just well wa- done, and yeah, because yeah. it's like at the beginning of the movie they set up all the killings through. She's watching a TV show about serial killers, and they do the flashbacks with the the killings that happened in the in the oh, right. and uh, Jake, Jake Busey's Busey. character. Yeah. So I'm just telling you how this is how everything's set up, and if you're reading it, and you're like, oh my god, they're doing this stupid thing, but it's done so well. It's fast, boom, boom, boom. You get a lot of information in a short amount of time. It doesn't like feel like you're being preached to about what the story's about. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, I do. I do. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. You know, the, I was watching, not to change the subject here, oh, but go ahead. Um, yeah. um, I was watching this thing on HBO because um, uh, Clint Eastwood, he's celebrating 50 years of making movies. Wow. And they have this, oh my God, it's so great. Um, they were showing, they have a lot of his movies on there. I just watched Pale Rider. Oh my God. If you haven't seen Pale Rider, see this movie anyway uh he's a, he's been a writer director since he did play misty for me and uh he learned directing uh from um you know a lot of directors that you know he starred in you know sergio leone uh when he did the spaghetti westerns and then he worked with um uh peter siegel i think uh was the director of dirty harry Mm-hmm. And uh, he watched and learned, and be- he became, in himself, Clint Eastwood became an, an, just an incredible writer-director. And they, they were talking with him, and he's 91 years old, and he's got a new movie coming out. I was going to say he's in his 90s, Un- yeah. He's 91 years old. He's got a new movie coming out. It's going to be on HBO, like, I think Friday. And um, he he says, they're asking him, go, how do you make a, a great movie? How, do you, how you, are you able to make all these great movies? And he goes... Well, first, great screenplay. That's yeah. 50%. Second, great casting. Yeah. That's 40%. And he goes, now you only have 10% to fuck it up. <laughs> ah. Okay. So, good screenplay, which this movie has, great cast, and, you know, the the 10% isn't there because Peter Jackson is an incredible director. So... That was, I mean, I just love that as a filmmaker because it's totally true. Yeah. Not enough filmmakers spend time on their screenplays. They're like so wanting to make a movie that they won't sit there and take the time to really flush out their screenplays. Right. Because that's the most important thing. And that's where you can save the most money because if you have a flushed out screenplay. And then, of course, they have the stuff about how he directs actors, which you would find fascinating. Oh, I bet. Um because they were talking with all these great actors, and they go, oh, I love being on a Clint Eastwood set because it's mm. so open. Okay. He doesn't, he doesn't direct you. He lets you do your thing. All right. And he'll let you – He he he'll have a rehearsal, and he'll shoot the rehearsal, and sometimes he'll get what he wants in the rehearsal because the actor's thinking that it's a rehearsal, so they're relaxed. Right. Right. And he's like, I got it. Let's move on. Oh what we God. didn't do the we didn't do the shoot. No, I got it. You sure? I can do another one. No, I got it. And then they trust them. You know that's that's, that's great. Yeah, I just think of Grand Torino. You've seen that, right? Oh, God. Yes. Wow. Oh. 
all his movies. Um, uh, the boxing movie um, with um, Hillary Swank. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Just amazing. I, all his films are just really, truly amazing. Um, you have to look at them. I mean, Unforgiven is yeah. probably just. I, I I look at that movie in awe and go, wow. Look at the writing and and uh, and like Gene Hackman is in, incredible in that film. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't. I know we're off. Yeah, we're topic off topic here. Off base but a little bit. I, I just but... I think it's important because I think that. Um, Peter Jackson is, you know, he's a, a great director too. And I'm just trying to give an example of um, when you have great director that that knows how to make movies, you get great movies like The Frighteners. Yeah. And um, and of course, you know, I, I just thought it was fantastic that, I, and I needed to say that is that Clint Eastwood is 91 years old and he's got this movie coming out. I know. I'm, I'm interested like, in what? seeing it. I know. What? And he rides yeah. a horse in the movie. He's 91 years old. He I rides know. a horse. Yeah. Oh, my God. This guy, I have mad respect for Clint Eastwood. What uh, just a talent. I mean, most people would go, I mean, he doesn't have to work again. He can do no. whatever he wants. I yeah. mean, yet he loves the art of making movies. And I'm like, what an inspiration. Wow. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah. Well, that's that's my soapbox for today. No, no, no. It's I, all, I, yeah, I get on my soapbox, too, so... <laughs> So you're you're allowed, Rob. We're we're both you know we both do that. So we got to share the stage that, a little bit. That's but. what I'm saying. It's like I I love it when you see a great movie. It's inspiring, but it's not easy. It looks easy, and it's not. And like yeah. I said, that the Frighteners is uh, it looks like oh wow anybody could direct that movie, but man, look at that screenplay. Oh, Holy shit, that's something. Holy shit. Yeah. I would my mind would go. You mush. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I can handle it, but there's this sign of a great director, and I, it's just beautiful to watch. I love that. Well, and then he went on to do Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, and I mean, geez, yeah, yeah just... he won a, he won an Academy Award for uh, Return of the King, and uh, you know he deserved it. He deserved everything. Phenomenal films. Oh, he gave what six, seven years to shoot three movies to of his life. And, oh yeah, um, in New Zealand. You know. Yeah. Wow. And then he does The Hobbit, and it's like, what? Man, alive. I just, and they're great. I, I liked all those, too. I, lo- I love I have all the extended versions. And so of does Diana. Movies. Yeah, she's got all that. Oh. She loves those. Anytime we want it, you know, oh, I'll watch it. I'll, you know, she loves it. Loves it. Her, she knows all the characters. Yeah. She knows the story a lot more than, a lot better than I do. Um, yeah, it's, it's flawless. It's, great. it's really good. But, yeah. So, no, I just, I can't say enough about this film. It's, uh, you know, it's just got everything, and uh, it's just very enjoyable. And like I said, it, it, you know, it's for somebody like Di- Diana does. You know, doesn't like the the really gory stuff or the too creepy stuff. She loved it. You know, so it appeals, I think, to a, a wider audience too. So it doesn't have that small little niche like some horror films do. Um, I, I, and I I love so. Michael J. Fox. I was. Oh, just, I do too. Uh, He's perfect in I, it. I, yeah. And it was it's funny too because I was just watching Back to the Future and uh I was watching the series and God I love that series. It's so but I love I love I miss Michael J. Fox and it's a shame that he's uh, he's got Parkinson's and, I know. Um, it stinks. It just really it's, stinks. Uh he's just a an extraordinary talented actor and I know. um I, I you know, grew up on him and with I him did too. I should say. And uh I did too. It's just when I see him in this movie it's like whew, 
There you go, man. There's a guy that can fucking act. I think oh, he's... after that movie, he kind of started getting the Parkinson's. And uh, what year was this film? Do you remember? I can't. I don't remember. But uh, okay, and it was late eighties, if I want to say, or 80s. early nineties. Yeah, wow. yeah. Okay, it could have been early nineties. I okay. I think more like that, but yeah, I don't know. But amazing, amazing film. Have to be part of your. Horror collection, I'm going to make it part of mine once it comes down in price. Yeah. <laughs> not that it's not worth the 15 bucks, but, you know, everybody no, has a budget. You know. So, you know, if you kept spending see, that on everything. Like, yeah. So, but, but see, like, you know, Apple has these sales every once in a while. And I'm like, I know I've seen it before for five bucks and I should right. have picked it up at the time, but I didn't. And, and it was off sale. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go pick it up. And it's off sale. So I know it's going to go back on sale again. So I'm just that's why I, only, I say I'm waiting. Yeah. You know, if if it didn't go on sale, I'd pick it up today. But I know yeah. it, eventually it will. But you cheap son of a bitch. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. You hit it right on the head there. Oh, yeah. so uh. yeah, great. Um, so it's I think it's your pick next uh, for next week. Yes, it is. It is my pick for next. So week. So we'll have to see. But um, well, I already got it. Oh, you have something have in mind? mind? Yes, I do. Oh, are we gonna let the listeners know? We're we gonna be let it be a surprise. No, I I can say it now if you want. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna do uh, Planet Terror. Planet Terror. Yeah. I have Robert no idea. Rodriguez. I have no idea what that is. It can was part of the uh, it was part of the Grindhouse uh, double feature with uh, Twin Turn. Quentin Tarantino, he did Death Proof, and then Robert Rodriguez did Planet Terror. And uh, I'm gonna look it up. Planet real. Terror has uh, Bruce Willis in it, and uh, what? It's got a lot of stars. Yeah. <laughs> Planet Terror. You gotta, you'll, yeah. 2007. Okay. Is that right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino. Well, it's that's Death Proof. So yeah, it's, it's death a, proof. part of a double. It's a part of a double feature, but you can get it just the individual movie of Planet Terror. Oh, wow. Okay. Rose McGowan. Yeah, Rose McGowan's in it. Josh Brolin, Bruce Willis. Michael Bean, Hicks. Hicks is in it. Nice. Hicks is in it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. It looks 2007. Yeah. Okay. So right. Planet Terror next week. Tune in, folks. Uh, part All of right. our Halloween celebration. Terror. Yeah. All right. And uh, so, yeah, it was great. It's great to be back, folks. Uh, and uh, like I said, uh, we're going to be gearing up for our Halloween celebration for next month. And, yes. of course, visit us at horrorvane.com for all your horror needs. Yes. And uh, tell your friends. You know, yes. uh, if you got any friends that are horror fans, tell them. And subscribe so you don't miss a episode of our podcast. And again, thank you for all your support. We love you guys so much. Absolutely. Awesome. And uh, that's we'll all see you. Right. Talk to you next week. Until next week with more Horvay. Yes. Talk to you then, folks. All right. See you guys. Bye.
Film Studios Podcast Network.